Hello, podcast world. Welcome to episode 37 of Run Chats with Ron Runs NYC. This week, New York City legend David Kilgore returned to Run Chats, and we had an absolute blast catching up live at On Running's New York City flagship HQ down at 363 Lafayette Street, which we dubbed On Studios. Kilgore continues to rip take huge swings, and rally the run community to raise money for important causes. The mood was electric. We had New Yorkers who were walking by, banging on the windows while we were recording. They could see it and see the mics and the lighting. And it just raised the energy level, like, to the next level. Uh, It was just so much fun. In a sense, we kind of had our own studio audience. We talked OSR 30 race breakdown, where... Just to share some crazy numbers with y'all, David averaged 557 per mile for 33 miles running around Manhattan. Plenty of hills in there, I can tell you firsthand. We touched on his Greenbelt FKT, and for those who don't know, that stands for Fastest Known Time. It is a shore-to-shore effort in Long Island. Uh, It was uh, put together, he partnered with Cooper from Trials and Miles Racing and his good buddy, Brendan Clark, who captured just some truly amazing shots and videos of the day and the adventure that was. And in that event, where he did set the fastest known time of, uh, he averaged 637 per mile for 31 and a half miles. I mean, just truly amazing, astounding numbers. And... We talked about the Wings for Life World Run that is upcoming on May 9th. It is a virtual global run sponsored by Red Bull to raise money for spinal cord research. I know Red Bull is going to be live streaming it, and they've outfitted a special car with a DJ booth that's going to follow Kilgore around New York City. And he's got to stay ahead of the car to stay in the race. That's the way it works in the virtual one. I believe the real one that hasn't taken place for a while, um, you know, it's when you get passed by the car, you're effectively out of the race. Uh, Just a super cool format. But I just can't imagine this Red Bull car hooked up with a DJ booth, blasting tunes, chasing Kilgore around, starting from the tortoise and hare iconic statue up at Van Cortland Park, known to us locals as Vanny. And then touring all around New City, and he's hoping to run about 40 miles. He's got a route picked out. If he can stay ahead of that car, um, he and participants from all around the world hope to raise a ton of money. So I'll link that up in the show notes. It will be live live streamed via Red Bull TV. So definitely get in on that. You can give uh, Wings for Life has an Instagram page and Wings for Life World Run also has an Instagram page, obviously, along with Red Bull. So give them all a follow and, you know, just so you can see what's happening and follow uh, David's progress on the day. And David dropped one last bag thing before we uh, before we shut the show down that he's planning to run from L.A. to Las Vegas, a distance of 340 miles in May. And he's hoping to run it in three days. That's right three days. This man is just truly amazing in terms of what he can do in the distance running community. And in true Kilgore fashion, he is working on lining up a charity partner because his heart is huge and he's always focused on bringing the dollars in for important causes. So I will keep everyone updated on that. That's going to take place sometime in May and we want to wish him well. And of course, hopefully uh, get involved donating, helping him hit goals and raise big dollars. 
If you're fortunate enough to live in the New York City area or happen to be traveling through for business and haven't yet met David, please come to their social Wednesday 6.30 p.m. run that is starts and finishes at the On Store where we recorded at 363 Lafayette Street. The man is just an amazing human with an awesome heart. And he's a super fun follow on Instagram and Strava. I have linked the times to the races we talked about above, the OSR 30 and the Greenbelt FKT. And when I was trolling through Strava, I also noticed he set the fastest known time for running around Manhattan. That was 30.05 miles at 610 pace. So just truly amazing running talent. And again, a huge heart. Uh, and passion for others for raising money and, and getting people in this community involved for important causes. So this convo was so much fun. The energy level was so high and I just have so much respect for David and just enjoy spending time with this guy. So I hope you all enjoy it as much as we did. So let's dive on in and take a listen. Kilgore, welcome to Run Chats with Ron Runs NYC. How you doing, brother? What's up, my man? We're in here in On Studios. Yeah, we are. We're rolling live in New York City, Lafayette Street, On Corporate HQ in New York, with the man Kilgore himself. Got a live studio audience walking down the street. Yeah, we just had some peeps knocking on the window asking if we were broadcasting, so we we could get some production crew right off the streets in New York. But that's that's the way we like it, man. Live, <laughs> unfiltered, straight up, right? Without a doubt, man, yeah. All right, man, this is, this is so epic to get a chance to, to get the man back on the show. Uh, my, only my second uh, return guest, obviously, David, was on before. We, we rocked a, a great show and talked about so much of his community charity running he's been doing. And he's doing so much with On and the brand and this particular store in New York City. I thought it'd be fun to do a live segment with him and just talk about everything he's doing with the brand, with the store, along with some very big things that he's got coming up on his own personal running journey. So, David, let's start there, man. Cool, cool. Yeah, man. Love it. Love to hear it. Um, yeah, so we're here on NYC 363 Lafayette down in NoHo in New York City. Um, the flagship store, first ever on flagship store globally. Uh, we opened up December 16th. Um, so we've been around, around the block for a little while now. Uh, but we just started our weekly uh, Wednesday night run. So if you're in the city, around the city, come through 6 p.m. every Wednesday. We'll be here rocking out. I think that's great. Um, you know, I know just did a post, I believe it was today that you were talking about the Wednesday run. Yeah. What kind of turnout did you guys get for the first one? Yeah, man, it was solid. We had like about like 10, 15 people coming out for the first one. So it was solid. Yeah, we cruised around here. Uh, Mark came out from Botanica down the road. He owns that bar. And then we went back to his place for some brews and pizza. Can't beat that. So it was a good night. Ran east side, west side, down by Battery Park. And uh, can't ask for better weather. It's in the 80s now in New York in April. Yeah. Unreal. I mean, I love this model. This is, this is a winning model. So Wednesdays, when you're, when you're hitting the city, when you're going to come in and, and pass through, um, obviously you're going to want to grab some miles in Central Park, but Wednesday night, put that on your calendar, come down with the on crew and uh, some beers and some food after for sure. 
And uh, this this store, man, tell people a little about the store because you gave me a little tour before. This is like high tech century, man. Talk us through some of some of the technology in the store, man. It's oh, impressive. Hundred percent, man. Yeah, I got to see like a lot of like the ins and outs when they were first designing the store, and I was I was so amped on it. And it's been really really cool to see it come to life. So right over here to my to my left, um, we have a motion metrics wall. So it's a LED wall, um, and it basically as you run along that wall, uh, it measures your gait, uh, gives you that full gait analysis, how you're landing, how you're striding, and um, and it basically recommends like what kind of footwear that you need. Um, then wrapping around the wall, it goes to a 3D foot scanner. So it analyzes your foot, gives you your foot length, and also uh, your arch height. And then over on the other side, which I think is probably like the coolest part, especially uh, from working once upon a time in run specialty retail, uh, is a there's every model that we make on the wall, but inside the wall, the walls slide out with every single footwear size of each model. So super, super innovative and really, really cool. Yeah, so I, I gotta tell you, it took my breath away and I'm a running tech junkie. Uh, so I love analytics, I love tech, and I love what they're using because the gait analysis, you know, getting an idea of what sort of runner you are, do you pronate, do you supinate? you know, your heel striker, how do you land? Um, you know, it's taking all that into account, it's recording the video. So it's, it's getting that data together and it's doing the foot scan. And what you get out of all that is a basic, a real recommendation, you know, that it takes all the analytics into, into focus and into core. And then, like you said, the shoe wall, man, is Stoke City, man. You pull the wall out and there's all the colorways and all the shoes it's that you like. So, so cool. yeah, it, the store is definitely hopping and you got to put it on your list. So definitely get down here and hit it. And of course, find, find our boy over here when you come down for sure. Without a doubt. I'm always, always over here uh, in the Noho Soho area. So find me running around the streets. So let's catch up a little bit, man. You've had some really epic stuff going on on your own personal running journey of late. Uh, so we have OSR 30. Uh, then we have your FKT takedown in Long Island. So what do you want to start first? And then of course we have your big new upcoming charity thing that we'll like finish off with. So what do you, what do you want to start first on your recent running journey? What you've been up to? For sure, man. Yeah. Let's uh, like jump right into the, the OSR Orchard Street 30, man. Um, year, year number two that I've done it. Um, and always, always an epic event. Um, super, super cool. And um, yeah, such a, such a crazy highlight of the city too. So again, if you're not super familiar with the city and you're ever around, uh, definitely like come through and pull up to Orchard Street and uh, check out some of their events. Yeah. I mean, energy level for OSR event is just like off, off the stoke meter. Um, it's just, it's just hard to really put into words unless you've actually done one, you know, as we're looking out and you see the orange divider thing over there from the department of public works. I know the first thing you're thinking of or some of the other dudes are like, I'll just hurt a ladder, jump over it or whatever. It's <laughs> obstacle course racing. It's steeplechase. It's running. It's trying to avoid being hit by cars and it's trying to run really fast with crazy people like Kilgore rolling. And uh, I got such a kick because I couldn't run this year. I was injured and I'm, I'm watching him roll down the West Side Highway and our boys up on the divider. And, you know, it's like the live stream that OSR has made famous. And, you know, Joe's out there on the bike and Corey's out there and everybody's out there. We got all the best photographers in the city, like sure, racking yeah. up sick shots, like cataloging it all. And there's our boy running on the divider down the West Side Highway. And people are like, what is he doing? That's crazy, whatever. And I'm like, obviously you people have never run an OSR race. So, you know, give us the feel for that man 
Dude, yeah, without a doubt, man. I feel like uh, you just kind of have to like make your moves um, and just make it fun. I feel like that's what OSR is all about, you know, kind of like just really like a city exploration kind of vibe, but really just like moving, moving fast and kind of moving along like with the city. So kind of when I went out the gate, um, everyone was like going straight across and getting on the sidewalk um, for the West Side Highway. And I got a little jammed up. So I just like made a big cut and started running just like, like straight down the West Side Highway and then just jumped up on the divider and we just cruising along so definitely it gave me like a little bit of a little jump just like a little bit of edge at first and then just kind of like rolled with it gotta love it and if this was a tv show we had like a production crew i'd be like buzzing them to pull the video clip off of kilgore rolling on the divider because you know it's what makes osr races just awesome man and it brings this crazy energy level because i mean these guys are ripping i mean 30 mile run around new york city with that elevation these guys are averaging like at six minute pace or, you know, under for huge chunks. I know you were only a little bit over six minute pace for yeah, the whole run, right? Sure, I mean, man, yeah. It's crazy. I mean, the guys, if you haven't run the whole perimeter of New York, I mean, it is a difficult task. Sure. There's plenty of flat sections, but man, when you get in the back, um, over, you know, towards, you know, Van Cortland and over by the sections over oh, there, man, man, yeah. it's beast Washington mode. Heights, man. Man, yeah. yeah. Hills and uptown are no joke. Yeah. Definitely, definitely the mountains of Manhattan. Yeah. And look, you, you got some seriously fast people and dude, you took that shit out, man. You like laid it out. You went after it and it was impressive. And uh, for people who didn't watch the race or didn't see it, you know, the checkpoints are a part of the race, man. And it's, it's just, it's legendary. And I think one of the reasons why people love you so much as a person is, you know, there's a lot of people who, if they miss a checkpoint or went one flag post too far or too short, would be all like, oh man, this race is, you know, it fucked me over. Or, I was yeah, winning. Or, sure. It's like, yeah. no way, man. You're totally chill. You totally know that it was the wrong one and you're cool with it. And you understand that's the way it works. It doesn't matter. You could have a 12 minute lead. You could have a one minute lead. If you don't follow and hit all those checkpoints, that's just part it's of the game. The game, for yeah. sure, man. Yeah. That's <laughs> kind of, kind of what you signed up for with, with that, those races, I feel like, but. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, yeah, I feel like the, the circumference of Manhattan is is super iconic. I feel like you get to explore a little bit of like New York City, um, um, all the different pieces of Manhattan for sure. And it's it's really cool to see how it like changes and how how different each piece is. But yeah, like running running um, the OSR thirty. Uh, me and Alex Alexander Burks. Um, I was trying to jump the gun. I knew there was a couple of quick guys. I think Alex's lifetime best is around sixty four minutes or right under 64 minutes for the half marathon. So I knew he was gonna <laughs> go out gunning. And I was like, I was like, I gotta break this guy before I get uptown. Cause uh, I uh, I live in uptown and um, I was like, that's gonna be a little bit more of my bread and butter. Maybe I can lose this guy. Um, but but yeah, uh, so we were, we were battling that a little bit. And, um, uh, but we both missed the George Washington uh, call box uh, checkpoint and uh, we went to the wrong call box. But yeah, when I finished at the finish line, uh, I can't remember who it was, but like I finished and like someone comes up to me and they're like, man, you're disqualified. And I was like, sick. <laughs> I was like, sounds, sounds good. I was like, cool. Why? <laughs> it's, it's totally on brand for Lost Boys. Exactly. Uh, you know, it's like they were just like a, just an, just an amalgamation of funny text and hashtags and everything else like Lost brand, on brand, whatever. But it's, it's crushing them because I saw... And I think that's the beauty of 
how pure running is in the city yeah. and how it fits. And it's a rainy day on top of it. So it's just like it, everything about it, it's black and white, it's grainy, it's gritty, it's fucking hard. And you got people like going balls to the wall, man. It's fucking all out. This is like Gladiatorville, man. These races are not for the, for the faint of heart. And, you know, whether it's a 10K or a mile or whatever's going down with OSR, you got to bring your shit. Oh, and man, people yeah. are bringing it. Yeah, okay. every, everybody's lining up is like ready, ready to roll. And um, yeah, I feel like the funny thing about this year too is uh, Travis ended up because uh, me and Alex both got disqualified. He ended up uh, winning for the third time in a row. And before uh, Joe is Joe is posting some uh, like like shit talking posts like uh, that we were all doing, and and basically it was uh, exactly what the shit talking posts about like me and Alex both getting lost. It exactly happened to a T and Travis came away with the win. So it was actually like really like hilarious, ironic in a sense. So it, so it totally played out, which, uh, you know, and trash talking and all of it. It's all part of it, man. It's just the vibe and the energy of those races in that series. That's, that's what it's all about. And I mean, everybody just, everybody loves each other, man. But it's all like when it's on, it's on, man. And that includes you trying to drop your boys from Lost Boys or anywhere else, man. It's on, man. For you're sure, going, man. You're going for the W, dude. Yeah. You're taking the shit out. And I was like messaging you after, but it was like pre-mode, man. That's like our boy pre, man. Just like take <laughs> it out, bury everybody, put him in pain, put him in so much hurt where there's they can't answer, you know, and they've got nothing left. So it was it was really... It's hard to imagine that you could enjoy watching a live stream race and not be there, but it's actually really fun. And it's also fun that, you know, it's going to get grainy. It's going to get a little sketchy at points, but sure. that just kind of adds into it. You know, yeah, so yeah. if you get dropped for a few minutes and then the feed goes a little sketchy, then all of a sudden it's like, whoa, we're, whoa, we're like 10 more miles in. What happened? Hey, where's Kilgore's not in lead anymore? Well, he was, but you know, he missed the checkpoint and, you know, so people are messaging and for sure. It's just, yeah. It's a, it's such a cool, so different than our real life races, oh, man, yeah. you know, that we're in. Um, but honestly, Definitely like, really do cool, you right? get more excited for a race like that as opposed to, you know, running an ultra, you know, in the desert or running New York city marathon? Like, do you get more energy or is it basically around the same? Yeah, man. I feel like it all depends. I feel like sometimes it's like, uh, kind of like almost like what I'm in, what I'm in the mood for kind of sense. But I feel like, yeah, each, each has this like, like, uh, own, own bag of surprises and it's like, it's like a ton of fun and like each of its like own unique ways. So yeah, I mean, I feel like it's like, like OSR is like, I definitely like a lot more like localized. And I feel like just like afterwards, it's like, it's so, so fun. It's like a big like party with like all of like the runners in like New York City. So. Even even if they're like just like out there like watching and they didn't compete, everybody like shows up for the after party and it's like just such a such a fun time. But yeah, I feel like yeah, each each thing has its like own thing. Sometimes like getting lost in the trails and the mountains, or even like running through like the New York City streets, like during the New York City Marathon, the energy is like unbelievable and there's people like every step of the way. And um, so I would say each yeah is has their own level of excitement, but uh, for sure like uh, always a blast, kind of like in all races. Yeah. And, and, you know, you don't have the crowds that we feed off of in New York City, but it doesn't matter. Like you got, you got your biker who's there for your support and you've got the, the true OSR hardcore people that are out along the course that are cheering on who, whatever runner they're out there for. And, you know, maybe they're going to hit you with a bottle and, you know, give you some action, but yeah, exactly, the juice, yeah. the, the juice is strong, man. It's, it's strong. And, the brand OSR is continuing to grow. So we're pumped for that. And uh, for sure, man. Yeah. And I feel like there's different times, like within an OSR race, too, you, you have like different, um, 
unique moments that even feels like a big, big, uh, big time. I feel like uh, a moment Joe and I always talk about, definitely like something I'll remember like for the, my whole life was, uh, I think it was in 2018 or 2019, but uh, we were running through um, down Fifth Avenue during Christmas, like past the Rockefeller tree. I was like leading this race and uh, basically like Joe is like screaming on his bike. We're like weaving in and out of traffic. There's like huge crowds like all around. <laughs> the, and he's like, Kilgore's at mile 18, everybody like, and like the crowds like around, like are like cheering that are yeah. there for like to watch the Christmas lights. And it felt like I was like in like one of the biggest marathons like in the world. And I was like winning like, like a huge, huge race. And, um, and it, it was just like so cool, but, uh, just like being there for like those very like unique, like New York city moments is like really cool. And the people that make up OSR are just like, just like really, really awesome people. And again, going back to Travis Hawkins, who ended up winning the OSR 30, just such a class act of a guy. Um, he ended up taking all of his winnings and, uh, donating to charities for both, uh, in the name of myself and Alex. Um, so definitely like a really class act dude. That's great. I'm so happy you shared that. I did not know that. And it's just, that's the way our community is. Um, we're all like trying to look out for some cause that's important to us or just, you know, he didn't have to do that, man. And that's just, uh, nothing but love for the guy for, for doing sure. that. That is just a, a class act move, as you said. And, um, such a fun story you said about Joe, like rolling through rock center. That's classic New York, man. You know, everybody's in, you know, it's like, uh, you know, home alone or something. It's like a, a movie scene's being filmed and all of a sudden you guys are out there rolling, you know, you're ripping at mile 18 and you know, Joe's on his bike, probably cursing everybody out, like dropping yeah. F-bombs, <laughs> like, well, get out of the fucking way. Yeah. You know, we're racing here. You know, yeah. it's like, what? No cars are allowed. We're doing a race, man. What's up? Did you get the permit, man? You know, someday we'll just say OSR race and the city will be shut down. And, but then it won't, it'll lose its juice though. We need, Without we need all that. We need, we need all that other stuff. For sure. Yeah. yeah. And plus rolling at 2 a.m. in the morning can always get the juices going too man no so so that's cool so that's that's awesome on uh, osr um how about we rock on to your fkt recent fkt takedown over in long island so give us a little update on that i know that was like an epic effort late you know to to secure it man there was a lot going down uh, on that run on that day so tell us about that one yeah man it was a uh, it, was, it was a great day so um i was working with uh trials miles uh brendan clark uh he's a great buddy of mine um does like a lot of the photo and video like around the, uh new york city and a lot of like in the running community um and then we also teamed up with uh cooper who's uh one of the owners of trials miles and so basically we were like going back and forth for a little while and kind of like thinking of an idea trying to like really uh go after some of like like the trail trail scene too and like the fkts just like surrounding like new york city one because it's just like a ton of fun and two um to really like highlight um some of like i would say like the hidden gems that are like trails like around new york city that i feel like nobody really takes advantage of so maybe like highlighting those like more people will get out on them and uh kind of like see see the beauty and kind of enjoy that so that was kind of like our main main idea and um why we were like i guess like like doing it in the first place and uh, also, I feel like it's just like really cool because it's like a shore to shore kind of thing. I feel like it has like a rim to rim to rim kind of vibe. Yeah. Um, but definitely right in our backyard. So it's uh, from the top of um, uh, Long Island to the bottom of Long Island, all the way across the island. Um, but yeah, man, um, I scouted a little bit the week before with uh, with Cooper um, on a couple of like uh, the technical areas. But yeah, that trail is tricky, man. That trail is a tricky one for sure. You definitely have to take your time and definitely like pay really, really close attention. Like. I think one of the, the beginning parts at mile five, you have to like go behind like a restaurant, like backyard. You have to like go through like a, a gate 
and like run through their backyard and like pop back out on the road. So it definitely gets hairy in certain sections. And, uh, uh, but I feel like that's what made it like really, really exciting. And I feel like, um, I was actually really excited how the day turned out, even though I, uh, I ended up getting lost a handful of times. Um, but basically every time I would get to a checkpoint where they were like highlighting it, I was like two or three minutes ahead and then I'd get lost. And then I was like three or four minutes behind. So you were giving it back. And then, yeah. Oh, and then I was man. like two or three minutes ahead. Then I was, and then I got to like basically like the last checkpoint where there was like two and a half or three. And they're like, dude, you're like four minutes back. Like this is going to be, and I'm like, oh my God. And I just like, like trying to like take off. And uh, he's like, you're going to have to like run like a really like sandy section on the beach. So you have to like put it, put it down. And I'm like, all right, man, let's, let's do this. So try to like really like grit it out the last, um, last few miles. And it ended up coming away with like, uh, I think it was like a 45 second, um, FKT on it. Uh, but insanely exciting, really, really cool trail. And, um, uh, I, I feel like, yeah, it was, it was even like, I was definitely stressed out from time to time, <laughs> especially those last two miles, but, uh, really, really fun and exciting, especially like kind of like dialing in that close. And, um, if all the, all the feedback from it, from the people watching the live stream were like, super amped uh, just because how close it was. I mean, I think it just brought the energy level that much higher. And, you know, when if you have a couple of minutes banked, you know, you could always bonk a little bit at the end. Maybe nutrition is a little bit off, whatever. But, you know, your issue is, like you said, you're making some wrong turns. And this is not an area you're real familiar with. This is not something you've run a lot and have experience with. So and from what I heard, it got really muddy in parts, too, which definitely is not sure. optimal when you're trying to roll and, you know, crush and crush an FKT. But um, I saw your Strava for that, and I was just like, damn, I think I threw it up in my story. I was like, so tell everybody, because, you know, how far the actual route is itself and, like, what you average from out, because it was, like, totally sick, dude. Yeah, I, uh, so the, the whole route is, um, I, I think it's usually around, like, 31, right over 31 miles. Um, I, I think I tacked on about an extra mile with all my rockers, and thank, <laughs> thank God for, uh, for Cooper as well, because uh, I, two of the major sections where I was, like, I have no idea where I'm at. I gave him a call on my phone and he was like, he's like, dude, this is where you have to go. And so he got me back on, got me back on the trail. So, uh, super, super big shout out to Cooper for helping me with that. And, um, but yeah, man, uh, the, the mud was also like, uh, pretty fun though, actually. Like it was only like for like, like a main section, probably for like, like three to five miles. Um, and yeah, I was just kind of going in and off these like boardwalks and then it would get like to like deeper mud and, um, oh. But it was, it was, it was a good time. It was a good time. And, um, I think I came away with like averaging around, um, I think it was like around like six, like thirties or something like that. I think it was even a little faster than that. Um, I thought it was like high six twenties or right, right around there. Yeah, it was, it was something like that. You know, sure. which is completely crazy because this is trail. This isn't road, you know, elevation, mud, wrong turns. Like each one of these things are, you're going to lose momentum. You're going to have to get back. Of course, he's making phone calls to get back yeah. on. So I think, it's phone a friend, you know? I think it's safe to say, yeah, it's like your lifeline. And yeah, it's that exactly. game show. Like, you know, <laughs> do I better call Kilgore? Let me, yeah. Let's call this dude. He knows the trail. Like, hey, man, go, dude, hook me up, man. I'm in somebody's backyard right now. Exactly. Uh, yeah, uh, it's like it's kind of got to view the ocean, you know. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? No. Okay. Yeah. Can you help me out? No. Sorry. Sorry. All right, David. Punt. David's punting. Uh, no, dude, you, you ripped it. And... um total epic fashion, uh, came through, you know, and so now you might even have to take a, take a, take a big swing at that again. You know, now that you know the route so well, maybe, oh, maybe, percent. maybe rip that thing down when you get a dry day and use it for fitness for something else you're doing. But you know, it's total, totally awesome move. And yeah, we need more, we need more exposure to trail 
and Ultra and FKT here in New York City in our backyard. I, I don't think we have enough here. For sure, man. I feel like there's so many like amazing like spots like just like surrounding the city or even just like um, like eat routes in general. I mean, like the circumference of Manhattan is pretty cool. I feel like going like north to south or south to north, just like straight down through the middle of Manhattan, like in Broadway on Broadway or something, or um, the Palisades, like right across the GW. Um, and then the, both Greenbelt trails, one being like 19 miles long and the other one being about 50K, which is the longer one. Um, just like right outside, right in Long Island and just like like gorgeous. Um, so you, Dude, you have race director written all over you besides being the dude who can win the race. So I think we need, I think we need to put together a hundo, a cool trail hundo and figure out a way to raise a lot of money for Tommy Ribs because you know that's near and dear to my heart before we man. get into your next big charity initiative that you got going. But I just think, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of ways you can do 24, you can do 24 hour stuff. You know, you can just go run on a track. Lots yeah, of people do 24 sure. hour stuff. My last guest has run 135 miles Oof. on a track and she's, can, she's 56 years old. I yeah. mean, she's, dude, she's a stud. She's just yeah, an no amazing, joke. amazing runner and just has the ability to just keep going. Um, and uh, so she's super fun. And she was like, yeah, let's, let's do it. So I got a lot of people that know that I'm into the ribs camp and want to help. So I'm just going to keep coming up with other ideas. But, you know, you're the man who could, could map out a course and you, you could get a lot of people involved. So even if you weren't doing it yourself, even if you were just organizing it, it and helping to promote it. Sim, man. No, yeah. I, I love that idea. And um, yeah, everything that you've do, been doing for, for Rivs and the family, has been like su super iconic, man. So uh, super, super awesome and really, really cool. Yeah, I mean, you know you know the guy. He's, he's, uh, he's not just an amazing runner and an epic guy, but I mean, just, man, the guy's changed how everybody looks at life um, by what he's been through and what he's gone through. So those are two huge things, you know, OSR 30, FKT, Long Island Takedown, talking at the at the on branch. We got people rolling on the street right here that want to join this episode. Unfortunately, we don't have a way to just invite them in right now, but it'd be Pull pretty epic. In. I think yeah. we're gonna we're gonna come up, come back for another live show here, and we're just gonna start wheeling people out on the Should street. Be like Billy on the street vibes. We got yeah. Ron on the street. You know well, why not? <laughs> why not? We just we take questions for David Kilgore from somebody walking down the street. <laughs> hey, do you know who this guy is? No. What do you mean you don't you don't know David Kilgore? <laughs> Sorry, man. You can't you can't come on the show. You're out. So let's talk about your next big thing, um, which is super hyped about. Uh, and we, of course, want to help because it's another big charitable endeavor. You know, you did your hundred down in Florida for healthcare workers, mm. raised a crazy amount of money. So that was our first major talk track when you came on. Your second big thing was running the five boroughs. And was that for the Bowery? Uh, uh, the food bank for, for NYC. The food bank, yeah, yeah. NYC, which was crazy epic. Um, and you had lots of people, you know, meeting out in the course of the day, which was super high energy, raising a lot of money, great cost. So now we're on to big event number three. So, so tell everybody on the Run Chats audience world and Zoom world, what's up? What's going on next? For sure, without a doubt. Yeah. So there's a there's an event going on. It's called the Wings for Life World Run. Um, its main sponsor is Red Bull. Um, so pretty pretty rad. Um, but basically, it's a really fun event. Um, uh, this is the second year they're doing it virtual, um, just due to like circumstances, pandemic and all that. But um, usually their live version is, so there's a starter car um, that starts off with everybody and it slowly like cinches down the speed. And as the, if a car, the car passes you, you get knocked out of the race. Um, so it's like, I feel like a pretty fun, like interactive way to like, uh, like run and race. Uh, but the coolest part of it all too is Basically, uh, people run this all around the world and all the funds go back to uh, raising uh, money for spinal cord research uh, to like help 
prevent and help cure, find the cure for a spinal cord injury. Love it. I, I mean, love it. You're always focusing on raising money for really important causes. And this is just another great one. And with a brand like Red Bull behind it and promoting it and hyping it, it should really create a lot of awareness and attention and hopefully get a lot of people engaged, taking part in this thing and just bringing in a lot of, a lot of much needed money you know, for research. Without a doubt, man. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty stoked on it. And, um, I know Brendan and I, um, have worked on a, a lot of these projects together as well. And, um, I think we're both pretty, pretty amped up every single time we're able to do this. Cause same thing. Yeah. We just, we love doing what we're doing, you know? And we're like, yeah, you know, I like, why not try to think of like really cool, like ways to like implement the community and also implement, um, ways to like raise funds for, for people in need. Um, and I feel like uh, another like added added layer to this as well is uh, my mother is actually like uh, getting like spinal surgery um, this summer. So it's definitely like a, a really cool, I feel like like initiative that's a little bit like near and dear to my heart. Yeah. So it hits, it hits close to home and just makes it more personal. And anytime something has that little extra personal feel, we're going to do, we're going to just do more. We're going we're gonna to put ourselves out there more. We're going to put more effort in and energy into raising money and spreading awareness. And, hey, man, that's what this New York City-run community is about. Um, hell, that's what the worldwide-run community is about. But we want to promote way more of this stuff. I want to make my show not just about uh, telling stories about amazing runners um, or triathletes or ultra-marathon runners, but people that are doing cool stuff in the community, helping to raise money for important causes, that's important stuff. And we want to share more stories like that. That's why we got to get our man on here hey. and tell us, tell us what's up, man. Cause it's, it's just great stuff, man. So when is this, when is this going to go down? Yeah. So, um, anybody can sign up. I, I would say that the registra registration fees, like, uh, pretty low cost for most races. It's about $23 to sign up. Uh, but it happens on May 9th. Um, so yeah, still time to sign up. You can run it from anywhere. Um, so yeah, check it out. Wings for life world run. Uh, you can run it from, from anywhere in the world. Um, so it's a global event. So yeah, check out the website it's for, for a fantastic cause. And, um, uh, it should be a lot of fun because you still download the app. The virtual car is chasing you still. So it tells you when you get caught. But, uh, but yeah, so it should be, should be a ton of fun. Uh, great day, but on, but on May 9th. And what's your route going to be on May 9th? You have a route mapped out that you're going to run? Yeah, man. So, so on May, May 9th, uh, I've actually been, uh, working, uh, pretty closely with like Red Bull, uh, on this as well. And, uh, they're going to bring out this like pretty cool car, um, to follow along with me in the city. Sick. Uh, it has like a DJ booth and stuff in the back. Oh, so kind of rad. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, we're going to start up in, uh, in Van Cortland Park, like right near the tortoise and hare statue. Uh, and then kind of like cruise down through through New York City down to towards uh, the store down in NoHo and then go over uh, the Manhattan Bridge kind of like through Prospect and then all the way down to the ocean and kind of ride the shore until the finish. So it should be around like hopefully I make it to like 40 ish miles or so. But wow, should be a good one. You're going to you're going to be ripping, dude. And we're going to be rooting for you. Are they going to live stream it? Yeah, so it should be should be uh, live streamed. I think there'll be peace on Red Bull TV. Um, so it should be should be pretty epic. Should be a good day. Awesome. Well, we'll link up everything. Um, we'll link up your stuff for your FKT in Long Island. We'll link up some stuff on OSR 30 because that was super fun. And certainly everything going down uh, with this run because we want, hey, hopefully we'll get a lot of people to sign up and, you know, download the app, pay their uh, entry fee and whatever, you know, raise some money for a good cause. So that's, that's super cool. And May 9th, man, you're going to be ripping. I'm going to have to be out there somewhere. I'm going to have to 
have to do a little pregame uh, intro, a little pregame, uh, you know, a little get you on camera before you roll out, man. We'll, we'll see. Man. We'll do some on-course interviews that day, man. I might be, I might be ripping around in a bike or something. Thousand we'll percent, see. man. You got to come through. Yeah. yeah. And you're back in the saddle now, right? You got yeah. 20, 20 minutes on deck today? Yeah, I got 20. Yes, yes, David knows. It's only my second run since getting clearance. And uh, I negotiated with Dr. Metzl from 15 minutes to 20 minutes. I feel like I won the lottery, yeah. man. He's like, I, he, I could just see his face when he's reading the text from me. Because, you know, while he's, you know, I'm in his office for the follow-up and, you know, he's basically saying to me, okay, so every other day, 15 minutes, no more, no less. 15 minutes every other day for a week. You're good with that, right? I'm like, yeah, I'm good with that. And of course, run number two comes up and I'm like, hey, I felt great. I didn't have any pain at all. So it's like 30 minutes okay today? <laughs> so like, or just let me know if that's not okay. Thinking, you know, hey, maybe I'll get something out of the deal. But, you know, he's probably just like, oh, what have I, what have I got myself into with this guy? But <laughs> so I got five more minutes out of the deal, I bro. Can. And, you know, you know, I'm juiced for that. So and, today. and I got my new on cloud shoes to rip in. You know, that are, I just cannot wait to, to put these babies to the test. So although not today, man, I'm not going to get them all muddied up and grossed up on run one. That's sure, cool. Yeah. That's cool after three or four runs, man. It's all good, man. The slop factor, score, you know, it's all cool. But not, enough, not, yeah. not on run one. Yeah, you got to keep them clean at least for a few. Yeah, know? maybe one run. Yeah, then, then, least, yeah. then we don't worry about muds and, and we go into the puddles intentionally, <laughs> man, yeah. as we know. So what else, bro? You got anything else before you roll out of here? Because this has been like an absolute blast, you know, catching up and all. Anything else that you got coming up that you want to share with everybody with the Run Chats audience? For sure, bro? man. Yeah, after after the Wings for Life World Run on May 9th, I'm actually going out to uh, California um, at the end of May, and uh, I'm running 340 miles um, across the desert from LA to, to Vegas. So that'll be the next uh, big thing on deck, and it'll be definitely my furthest, furthest run ever. So uh, super, super stoked for that as well. And uh, I think uh, right now I'm, I'm working with like a, a, another like charity like foundation as well. Um, so hopefully we can uh, make some big rounds with that as well. But um, also, uh, yeah, run some really fast miles, uh, hopefully under three days, you know. Under what's your timing on this now? Three three hundred and forty miles. Which miles, if yeah. you guys can't tell my face, like I had no idea that was coming. So I was like, <laughs> I'm glad I asked him if there was anything else he's got cooking because I got three hundred and forty miles. Like, yeah, that's a long drive in the car, man. <laughs> so you're 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 hoping to crack it in three days. Yeah, about so, three days, yeah. Wow. So probably around like hundred miles a day or so. Dude, that's like next level madness. Next so. level legendary you know, all of it. So yes, keep building a legend, bro. We, that's why we all love you, man. Taking big swings, going after crazy, crazy stuff, but way more importantly, always looking for a way to tie in charity and raise money, which is just, uh, that's beautiful, man. That's good stuff. Sure, keep that up, man, because that's what it's all about. Giving back and um, using your gift for running and being able to run a lot of miles and to help other people is, uh, is a beautiful thing, man. So keep it up, man. Thousand percent. No, thanks so much, man. And um, yeah, dude. I definitely have to, if I'm still, if I'm still kicking after 340 miles, you'll definitely have to come uh, grab a drink in Vegas with us. <laughs> Dude, you know, I, first off, I'm just dying to get on a plane anyway. So I need no excuses, man. I'll have to come out. You know, we don't, I can't be like Johnny Zhang or any of these other great photographers. We got the best in the world. I'm sure you'll have people out there shooting you and doing it, but it would be sick to be out there just checking you out at some point and just kind of following along and watching it. And then it's, then it's hit the bar, man. And you ain't paying for any drinks for a while, bro. You pull that off, man. you you be drinking for free for a while. So it's all good, man. Probably just be like a pile of dust sitting at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 On second thought, you may not be able to drink. You might even have enough energy, man. You just be like, like laying out in the corner. <laughs> what happened to Kilgore? I don't know. 
oh, I think he's dead over there. <laughs> no, he really might be. Like, so you go check his pulse, man. It'll be like curled up in a ball. But <laughs> epic stuff, bro. Awesome. Keep it rolling. So um, just the way we sign off every episode, we always tell everybody, keep lacing them up, keep getting out the door, and always remember to stay in the fight, everybody. Peace out, man. Hey. Wow, that was so much fun. Live shows. As great as Zoom has been to connect us and allow a podcast to continue to take place while we've been kind of locked up and locked down throughout this year with COVID, um, what a different energy level to get to hang in, in person with somebody you just have enormous respect for, who's just doing amazing things. I mean, David is just a remarkable guy. Uh, it's one thing to be, you know, one of the most talented ultra runners around, but um, pairing that up with his huge heart and focus on fundraising and connecting people around charitable efforts. It's just uh, something that's just near and dear to my heart. So to get a chance to talk to him and have that shared passion and, and you know, share it with the Run Chats audience is just super important and just means everything. So I hope you all will give him a follow get involved, um, you know, follow his running journey, up, not only on Instagram, but on Strava, and just take a look at some of the eye-opening runs this dude is putting up. I can't wait to see um, what he does in the Wings for Life World Run and then LA to Las Vegas, 340 miles, trying to knock it out in three days. I mean, I'd have a hard time driving driving that many miles in three days. So it's all good stuff and the energy's great. So, um, you know, just really a blessing to get a chance to share an awesome dude like David's story uh, for in this particular one for the second time. So uh, all good there. And we've been getting just some amazing um, reviews on Apple Podcasts that are just helping out so much. We rebranded graphics for the show. Uh, Jared just did an amazing job and hit it out of the park. And we've had some terrific guests on Elizabeth Clore was just on last week, you know, so timely with Boston Marathon uh, registration and everything taking place there. But the show's just gaining momentum. We're getting more and more people involved in the show. And so many of you are sharing episodes to Instagram stories or sharing it in your community on private Facebook running pages. And it just means the world to me and other people who have this shared energy for our show and the platform we're trying to develop here. So I thank you all so much. And for everyone who keeps doing that, as soon as I get some merchandise in and some swag for the show, which I am in the process of getting done, I am going to send that stuff out to each and every one of you who takes the time to write a review to just say thank you um, for taking that extra step because it really helps us build our presence and find new listeners for the show. So I thank you all. And as I say at the end of every episode, keep lacing them up, my friends. Keep getting out the door. And always remember to stay in the fight. Peace out, everyone.